sci-fi Saturday night. There's hair in this tuna fish. I like it. No! Sci-Fi Saturday Night. Good morning, evening, afternoon, or sunrise, wherever you may be. Live from Area 51, welcome to Sci-Fi Saturday Night. From Indiana, we have Awake by Java. Hello, everyone. Uh, in our Boston Bureau, Kriana. Howdy. In Madge Vegas, we have Illustrator X. Hello, hello. Oh my gosh, you actually responded. I am pleased. I am the Dome. I am sitting here alone in Area 51 wondering what the heck the day was today. And Illustrator X and Kriana and I will be talking about that day very shortly. We have a full plate of schedules with us. Uh, things to do, stuff to talk about. We want to talk about Sanctuary. We want to talk about the Big Bang Theory. We want to talk about Java, what was that other series you wanted to talk about? Stargate Universe. Oh, Stargate yeah. Universe. The upcoming and, hiatus uh, of Dollhouse. And we want to talk about the uh, impending sleep of Dollhouse. And we want to... Uh, X, why don't we begin with the, uh, with the death countdown? <laughs> Uh, well, first of all, before we even begin with that, let's just give a shout out to everyone we met today at the Boston Comic Con. Thank you oh, so absolutely. much. What an enthusiastic crowd. I was very pleased. Uh, met so many wonderful people. Uh, gave, away, gave away so much free stuff. And it was really a pleasure to meet you all there. And we cannot wait to do it all again tomorrow. <laughs> and if you didn't, if you didn't see us today, definitely get there tomorrow, because you you didn't mention that we're giving away a weekend pass to the New England Fan Experience, which is an upcoming convention in Boston, which includes a live signed autograph with Leonard Nimoy. The only yes. way to win this is to come see us at the con and give us your email and your name, and then we'll be drawing a random winner sometime tomorrow, at the end of the day. Now, as if giving away all that stuff wasn't fun at the con and giving away the stuff for the uh, convention coming up isn't fun enough, Kriana, um, we are going to have a trivia question at around 30 minutes past the hour. And what are we giving away today? We have a trivia question. We do. Okay, we are giving away a gorgeous print of Harley Quinn by Sarah Richard, who is an amazing, phenomenal artist. If you would like to preview that print, you can go up on SciFiSaturdayNight.com. And if you click into that first post that's up there right now, you can see a picture of this gorgeous print, and it's signed by the artist. But in addition to that, we have a package of prizes tonight. You can win uh, Weird Science Number 1, a reprint from ComFan Comics, as well as a print of Nemo, as he would look in the year 2025, by our good friend Peter Vinton Jr. So, so I think we're trying a new, a new way of yes, absolutely. Whatever way works, it's mm-hmm. called. Okay, so instead of <laughs> instead of tweeting the answer, we mm-hmm. would like you guys, 
If you haven't registered on our website, SciFiSaturdayNight.com, go and register. And then we'd like you to comment on the post that contains the picture of the prize. So it should be the, the first one at the top there on our homepage at the moment. SciFiSaturdayNight.com. The registration link's at the bottom of the page. And uh, if you go there and you register, and then you leave the first comment with the correct answer to the trivia question... In that post with the picture of Harley Quinn, you could win Harley and Nemo and Weird Science. Here, here. So I hope surprises that are definitely worth uh, worth trying to win. Definitely worth it. Well, if you think these prizes are worth it, and I and I think they are, I mm -hmm. have later on. I have for you a preview of segments that are coming up, and prizes that are coming up from sponsors that we have acquired at Comic Con. So we've been meeting a lot of cool people, a lot of cool yes. artists, a lot of cool vendors, just awesome people. And everyone is so enthusiastic and so supportive of us that we were overwhelmed with donations of prizes. Overwhelmed. Yes. And you can see them if you come see us tomorrow. We have them all spread out to show you what you could be winning. Uh, we are in one of the side rooms when you walk in. We are the there justice with... Justice Room. The Justice Room of how appropriate. I know. You know. It's not just us there, though. We also have other artists, Jacob and Joshua, Santa Cruz, Sean Casper, Ardo Callahan, and uh, the guys who do the Underburbs. So by all means, come into, into our room and, and hang out, and we'd love to see you. Can we say, uh, while we're talking about Boston Comic Con, a big thanks to Bob Shaw, who invited us there? Oh, yeah, definitely. A huge, huge, huge thanks. Mm -hmm. And thanks uh, to uh, Jim and Kirby, who helped us get set up as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, especially getting our internet connection set. Yeah, thank you, Kirby. You were a champ. You were awesome, bud. But uh, we had uh, we had a headbanging time today. It was uh, exhausting. Uh, there were a lot of cool people there, a lot of great people who were interested in what we were doing and uh, wanted to learn more about us. And there were a number of people we wanted to learn more about as well. Definitely, and we hope to see a lot more people tomorrow. I know a lot of people have promised to come by. We did a little bit of interviewing. We were interviewed a little bit. Fun <laughs> was had by all. We're all extremely exhausted right now, so this this cast may not make as much sense as they usually do. <laughs> I think we're well, all just like running on So I actually have piles here of stuff to talk about. Should we go through the piles that I have? All well, right. Yeah, definitely. You think so? Okay. So well, should should I start with upcoming sponsors or upcoming segments? Um, kind of both. Just All right, kinda, I'll, I'll alternate. Do Up do some puddle of consciousness for us. Upcoming segment for a science fiction science fact segment. We met John, who is one of the owners of a company called Let's Talk Snakes, and he does lots of work with reptile interactive experiences and he's offered to come talk to us about reptiles so i thought it would be really cool if we had part of an episode devoted to reptiles and science fiction and the truth about said reptiles tie that wonderful in. science fiction science fact right yeah okay. my question is how can i get my snake to stop trying to bite me that's my question well i i'm actually sure he might be able to help you with that he was really knowledgeable about that sort of thing Fabulous. And, and he's a herpetologist, too. And, uh, yeah, but you can get uh, shot for that now. 
Oh, cool. Uh, also, on, on November 20th, we're going to have the guys from HPPodGraph.com on. They're going to talk about, they do a podcast about HP Lovecraft, and they're actually going through every single story Lovecraft has ever written, and they're rating it, reviewing it, discussing it, analyzing it to death, and it's one of the best podcasts I've heard out there. That's going to be a very fun interview. I can't wait to hear them. So, upcoming sponsor, and I think this is one of the coolest sponsors that we have. Scott Hamilton is a really cool guy. He makes really awesome caricatures. Well, he's offered to donate his time, and the person who wins the week that we feature Scott Hamilton, and his website is hamiltoons.com, they will email him a picture of themselves, and he will draw them a caricature. And email or mail it to them. He does caricatures over email. Is that not the coolest? That's amazing, and I've actually seen some of his caricatures. They're really great. They're, they're amazing. We also especially met- especially because he'll take a person and and make them into their favorite uh, their favorite comic book character right uh, right he was doing that yeah. actually at the convention today and it was really cool to see some of it happening it was That's really cool. Cool. you know guys if the woman you love you just know she'd look great as deadpool you know, that, that's going to be the show to tune into totally. definitely or wonder woman <laughs> or uh or harley, harley quinn, quinn. <laughs> whoa 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 careful there <laughs> uh we also met the League of Ordinary Gentlemen, who, I guess, from what I understand, I have their CD here, but I haven't had the opportunity to listen to it yet. They, they voice act comics, from what I understand. So, I, I have a CD of theirs. I'll definitely post a review and a link once I, once I have listened to it. But that, it looks really interesting. Their, uh, their card is really cool. It's them in front of all sorts of, it's a, like a cartoon of them in front of all sorts yes. of frames of superheroes. And it's very retro looking and it's very cool. It's all sepia toned. So I'm really Rihanna? looking forward to listening to that. Yep. When we do um, that interview with them, mm-hmm. it would be nice if we could take a portion of, uh, of their work and lay it into the interview. Oh, I think so that great. people would be able to hear it. I think it would. Another guy yeah. that we met who, who may be interested in sponsoring us was Reeves Props, Costumes, and Sculpture. Now, no. I don't think I can properly articulate how amazingly awesome these sculptures were. They were just insane looking. Oh, is that the guy in the corner with the green goblin masks? That was yes. the one. And sort of an ah. Uh... He had a Beetlejuice and um, who else? A, a Catwoman, I think. Oh mm. man, were they gorgeous! And you know, if you say, "Hey, can you do?" He'll go, "I do anything. I'll I'll do anything. Just mm-hmm. let me know what you want. I can do it." He just seemed really, really cool. Well, wait a minute. We were in the middle of an interview when he came by. Uh, our booth and the guy who was interviewing us turned to his girlfriend and then turned to him and said can you do hello kitty he says i'll do anything i can do hello kitty here's my card (laughs) wonderful he was great uh okay well oh we have have so much more though 
there's... What was the name of that young lady uh, whose last name was Quinn? Last name was Harley? Quinn. 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 Harley Quinn? No, well, not Harley Quinn. The artist. The artist. Oh, the one who looks like Shane Glein stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. Tracy Lee? Tracy Lee Quinn? I don't, I don't know. I'm guessing. I, I don't have yes. all of the cards in front of me. I only I could only find oh. a portion. I have about three bags of stuff. Mm. And I have to pick okay. through it all oh. and sort it. But mm. I, and I don't have her card in front of me right now. Mm. Actually. Okay. She she did well, give us a sketchbook, I think, to uh, give away. It's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. Again, yeah. I can't wait I, to see yeah. her again tomorrow. You know, it's funny because you you almost go into visual overload at, at this con because there are so many artists there. Um, and, oh, yeah, there were artists, too. I was thinking of some of the people in costume. Well, uh, there's that visual overload, and we can talk about that, too. There were some cosplayers. There were some very uh, skimpy costumes going around. Woohoo! Awesome. Oh, it, Gobble, it, wait till you see it some was of hell. Oh. You have to say that, right? Me? Wait, she's out of the room. No, it wasn't hell at all. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, anytime you see Cry for Dawn, man. Oh, it's Cry for Heaven, I swear. All right, you know, we could talk all night about the show, but we're going to be there tomorrow again, and we really should move on to some of the other topics. Um, so we were talking about, what was it, Dollhouse? No, we were talking about the Death Watch for Smallville. Ah, that we are, because, again... <sighs> There are times when you question whether or not, you know, why are we here? What is our purpose in life? And you wonder if, you know, life is just meaningless, pointless, hellish existence. And Smallville's later seasons kind of prove that. But they're taking it off the air. This is going to be the last season. Can I say thank you? Spared that stiff acting, that inane dialogue, that horrible direction, and and the leather bar version of Green Arrow. (laughs) We're counting down one less episode to go now. Now, now, to be perfectly honest, I think that that there's a lot of good stuff that's come out of uh, out of Smallville. I think that it's been a great way to get people into the. Uh, the whole mythology of Superman, and I think that it's been really beneficial to the community. But you know, some of the treatments of certain characters and the and the cross referencing of some of the characters has been a little bit dubious. Although uh, I, I do I do think that it's time to let it go. Uh, here, here. I I mean. I, I will say this. Last season, the Jeff Johns episode where he had the Legion of Superheroes in it was phenomenal. It was a great homage to the original three members of the Legion. It was great, uh, well-written, very nostalgic. But I think the show should have gone off a few years ago. Um, yeah, it's definitely it's way past its prime. And that's again. That's why I can't wait to just lay it to rest. But you make that point about the uh, the one episode last year, the Legion of Superheroes episode, and I will concede that that was a good episode. Out of how many? Well, uh, that's just it. You know, uh, nuggets of diamonds under mountains of crap. You know, I, I I'm just acknowledging that. You know, they really had a great episode with that. But yeah, it's let's. Uh, 
exactly. save us. I so think, we're, we're, we're counting it down. I don't know. I think, I, I think that it's going to be a much, uh, it's going to be a much different community when uh, the whole series ends. And I don't quite know what's going to take its place with, uh, with movies taking over the role when it comes to comic book heroes. I think that the television spectrum is going to be a lot less vibrant with uh, the loss of that IP. But I don't know. I, I, I would love to see another series take up the torch of comic book fiction. Agreed. And there's a lot of good places they can go. But the problem Absolutely. is the budget. I mean, to do a truly good superhero, if we're talking superheroes, you need a movie budget. I mean, I am very grateful I lived long enough to see good special effects because I remember back in the 70s watching the Spider-Man TV movies where you could clearly see him being pulled up by a rope <laughs> and, you know, watching the Hulk show in the 70s, which was good, but at the same time, he never fought anyone. It's like, oh, there's... The, the people are stealing the racehorses. It's like, and the Hulk is brought in for this? You know, now we've got the effects we want to truly bring these characters to life, but you can really only do that on the big screen. Yeah, I think, I think that, though, I think that um, some of the, the comic book companies really need to push into the, the episodic type of, fiction that that uh television allows for because movies are great don't get me wrong i love comic book movies but when you're talking about the type of video that really applies more to a comic book format i think that television does that a lot better and i think that they could do a lot more episodic stuff with television than they can with movies and well, you know if they would pick up an ip you know uh, uh a Batman live-action IP for uh, television, I would be engrossed. I would be there throughout the entire season, no matter how bad it is, just as I was at the beginning with Smallville. And I think, <laughs> conversely, that that may be why certain, like, uh, Joss Whedon shows translate really well to comic books. Well, yeah, because I, I always thought that Buffy and Angel were comic books. And the beauty of that was that as they were going on... You know, you could kill off characters. You could have giant surprises like that. Whereas the problem is when you're doing a licensed character like Spider-Man, for example, if you had a Spider-Man TV series, you knew he was going to be alive next week. Peter Parker and Mary Jane were going to be around. Yep. Yeah. But but that I think that that lends to the credibility of the show. I mean, I don't want my my favorite characters to die off. That's one of the reasons why... Um, I find so much so much of a problem with shows like Heroes, where they seem to feel free to get rid of major characters without any kind of um, real treatment of their end. Or even worse, not get rid of major characters that really need to die. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Well, I mean, that's um, just it. Any You can get away with anything as long as you do it well. I mean, look at the episode in Buffy where they killed off the mom. I mean, that was one of the best episodes of TV I'd seen in the last 10 years. You want to go one better? Look at the Buffy episode where they killed Buffy. Oh, yeah. Several where they killed Buffy. Mm. And then brought her back from the dead. Yeah. Mm. Or the one where they killed Tara, which was awesome. Or the one where they didn't speak. By, By the way, everyone listening, 
Spoiler alert. <laughs> In case you haven't seen it. Oh, Lord, yeah, come to think of it. Well, yeah, and if you haven't on. seen it, shame on you. Have? Come on. Um, uh, speaking of television shows, though... There are some really big things going on in television right now, especially the dollhouse hiatus. Um, yep. Yes. It's, it, you know, it's been a good teaser to a season, but as, as what happened last year because of the writer's strike, I mean, we have uh, hiatus, which is kind of frustrating once I've just started to get back into a show like Dollhouse. Did you see last night's episode? I didn't. Hmm. Okay. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Freaking Uh-oh. awesome. I'm not it's saying not anything else. A spoiler. Freaking had awesome. had on hiatus, and I think yeah. X will uh, agree with me on this. Yeah, this it was, was it was a very intense episode. It was, you know, my wife, you know, is a counselor and a therapist. And when she starts nodding her head going, yep, yep, mm-hmm, that's, yep, that's the condition. And then those meds make sense for that. And I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> It, it was uh, it, it's something that we're going to be looking forward to those of us who have been into it but uh, I really wish Fox would stop screwing around with their shows oh but they won't they've proven that time and time again it's just ridiculous of course on the other side oh go ahead I, we talked a little bit last week about how Futurama is finally coming back, but you know that being an animated show, I think it's a lot easier to bring back than something like Firefly or you know Dollhouse. Although, sure. did you hear about uh, Mal on his new TV series? I love Castle. <laughs> it's not really science fiction; it's no, it murder mystery. But he plays an author, and spoilers for next week. His Halloween costume involves a brown coat, okay? Yes. <laughs> yes, it does. Castle's Halloween costume is Malcolm Reynolds. That's that freaking amazing. That squeal. I squealed. See, and I, I have the entire season, the first season. I haven't started watching it, but I think you may have just convinced me to take a break from Stargate SG-1, which I'm watching uh, retroactively, and um, take some time to watch that. Here are reasons why you should watch Castle, even though it's not technically a speculative fiction genre. Nathan Fillion is written well. It really fits him and the type of character that he likes to play. Witty, quippy, roguishly charming, um, kind of a jerk, but good at heart. And the all of the things that I like to pretend that I am. He, he's like Malcolm Reynolds, but a murder mystery writer. Like, it's the same character but in a different he's, setting. He's like Mal Reynolds with, without the murder in him. Well, no, no there's still kind of murder. It's kind of around. The detective that he works with, very hot. <laughs> okay, now okay. you're just giving me reason after reason to watch this I show. Know. And you know what, though? Their relationship is not two-dimensional. I keep like having to pinch myself and saying, is Joss Whedon writing this? But he's not. I, I don't know who writes the show, but it's it's wonderful. Their relationship is not two-dimensional. They have this sort of off-and-on, push-and-pull sort of thing where sometimes he wants to work with her and she doesn't want him, but she really does want him. And then just more recently in one of the last episodes, 
they decided to break it off and then Castle's friendship with the mayor threw them back together. I mean, and it's believable. It's not like, oh, contrived circumstances are putting them together. It's really like their relationship is evolving and becoming more complex over time. Hmm. It's extremely well-written, and I would highly recommend it. The other nice thing about the show, quite frankly, is that it's not, you know, as as you mentioned, Kriana, not only is it not two-dimensional characters, but there there is a very strong supporting cast that actually adds to it as opposed to just being there to bring the coffee or carry the body or whatever and their relationships are constantly evolving too i mean you really get to know the two detectives that work with detective bucket and you really get to know castle's mother and daughter and a couple of his ex-wives yeah okay there you go the 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 daughter the daughter it is great. Is a terrific well, character. Well, now wait. Let me before we go any further down that road. Let me ask you something. Yeah. Uh, I see him. I see Nathan Fillion in any role, and to me, he's Malcolm Reynolds. I mean, some actors are just no matter what they do, you, they imprint on you that certain role, and then no matter what else they do, that's them. Do you feel that this is... Because you even said, well, this is Malcolm Reynolds doing a murder well, mystery. It's, like, it's so, like the style of Malcolm Reynolds. It's like he retained his, like, cute one-liners and yeah. his... his not, not, like, speech patterns, but um, it's the feel of the character more okay. than anything. I think but, maybe the best way is, is to look at some of his other work. If you look at Dr. Horrible, you can see a lot of Malcolm Reynolds in that. But it's clearly a distinct character. Like, I wasn't thinking, oh, my God, this is Malcolm Reynolds while I'm watching it. It's definitely right. clearly yeah. a distinct character. It's not like while watching the second remake of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with Johnny Depp, and he turns around and does this expression, and you go, oh, that's a pirate. Okay, uh, let it's me just break like that in for a minute and say you're listening to Sci-Fi Saturday Night for Saturday, October 24th. Uh, tonight, our show is being sponsored by Sarah Richard who is kindly donated in a gorgeous, gorgeous piece of artwork. And we are about to throw down tonight's trivia question for you. And Sarah, if you're out there and you're listening tonight, we think you're an awesome, awesome artist. Absolutely. And we look forward to having you on in the future. Very yes. short. She actually, she actually, very kindly for some time in the future, donated a really awesome print of Gambit to us as well. So sometime in the future we'll have Gambit, but tonight we're giving away Harley. And and to precurse this uh, the the trivia question. Yes, I, I think we should talk a little bit about something which is not uh, speculative fiction in the in the slightest, but it is fiction, and it resonates with I think what is a lot of our audience, which is the Big Bang Theory. Now, <laughs> yes. Well, this I think last that falls under science fiction, science fact, totally. <laughs> The, the Big Bang Theory is a uh, broadcast television sitcom which has gotten a huge uh, interest, gotten huge interest inside of uh, what I would call the the nerd or the geek community because it's it's a it's a show about geeks and it geeks not just in the stereotypical sense but geeks in all of their glory uh, in every sense of the word. Um, as deep and complex characters, actually, 
which is interesting for a for a comedy sitcom as it is. You know, it's about physicists. I know I'm a biologist, but I I have a lot of physicist friends, and can I say, that's exactly how they're like. Like, Oh, yes. Like, if you've never met a physicist, just watch The Big Bang Theory. That is literally what they're like. With all love. (laughs) Okay. And the... Even after two and a half seasons, uh, or, or two seasons and, and slightly into the third season, the show st- still continues to, to surprise me with the things that it, it brings to the table and the issues that it talks about. Not deep issues, but issues that, that come up in a general geek's life. And it deals with it in a very interesting, funny, and ultimately respectful way. Uh, kind of attitude. It, it, it's it's self-referential. It makes fun of us because we are we are geeks. Are you it, kidding? And... Just having Will Wheaton on as a guest host. <laughs> yeah. I that was, know that was absolutely. great. That was and referencing the Wrath of Khan the whole way through the episode. <laughs> that was oh. awesome. God, that was good. That was great. God. So are we ready for the trivia question? We are. Uh, Kriana, so before we say what the, the trivia, trivia question, question is. Oh, here's how you real. do it. Say again? Go ahead, Java. Uh, well, first, before we ask the trivia question, the, the way to respond to trivia this week is to register on the website, scififesaturdaynight.com, and post a comment in the blog post that uh, includes the picture of Harley Quinn. Um, and we will give the uh, prize to the first commenter with the correct answer um, to the trivia question for the night. So the registration link on our website, scififesaturdaynight.com, is at the bottom of the page, so you have to scroll all the way down. I apologize. I'll fix that later, I promise. But for now, it's at the bottom of the page if you're not registered. Uh, If you're not, go ahead and go there right now and register. And then the Harley picture is actually after the jump, so it's not going to be obvious on the home page. So just click continue reading and you should see a great picture of Harley after that in that first post on the on the website. So having said that, what's the trivia question? Okay, tonight it's a Doctor Who trivia question. Oh. Five billion years in the future, a mysterious alien who calls the doctor old friend tells him he is not the last time lord. That alien who looks like a face in a jar is called whom? Ooh. And yeah, that's, a, that's a very interesting question. Really good. Who is that face in the jar actually supposed to be? Well, I know the answer. Okay, there's, well, there's a couple... There are. No, there's there are only a one. There is to... only one. Oh, well, there is. Well. <laughs> that being said, hey, we'd love to hear from you. And we'd and... love to give you a buttload of free stuff. Yeah. Number <laughs> one, reprint the, uh, the Nemo 2025 uh... from Peter and uh, Harley Quinn from Sarah. So, definitely. And check Sarah out. Her website is... Aliens.carbonmade.com. I don't think I got her website up there actually, so I will get it up there mm. in the next in the next minute. The question was again: in it in the future, 
What is the organism called that tells the doctor that he is not the last? And or who was he really? Right? That's the question. It's kind of an unclear question. Can you phrase it better? Yeah. Five billion years in the future, a mysterious alien who calls Doctor Who old friend tells him he is not the last Time Lord. That alien who looks like a giant face in a jar is called what? And who is he supposed to be? Oh, well, now you're making it complicated. No, well, no. The end is not required to win. Okay. No, but it would just we, prove your inner geekness. Yeah, yeah. you would get <laughs> mad geek points. That's that's all. <laughs> the and is for one hundred extra geek you. cred points. Absolutely, absolutely. So I'll be looking at well, that. If we have a winner by the end of the show, I will gladly announce them. And you'll get some more geek cred for being announced on the show. There uh, you go. With uh, Actually, with can, the. Can you, Dom, can you edit that post on the front page to uh, include the question? I can do that, yeah. Super. Well, in the, in the vein of um, television speculative fiction, we've got a couple of shows other than um, The Hiatus of Dollhouse and uh, Big Bang Theory to talk about. Um, one of the biggest ones that has really taken off in the past couple weeks, and I know I've been watching with rapt anticipation, has been Sanctuary, starting up its second season on the Sci-Fi Channel. And you know, I watched the first season... And, you know, if it wasn't for the blonde girl, I, I don't think I would have gotten through it. It is super campy. It is absolutely the most campy show that I probably have ever watched. Um, and that includes Warehouse 13, which is currently on hiatus as well. Um, but I have to say that some of the, the twists that have happened in this first season have gotten me fairly intrigued, especially concerning the blonde girl who is now possibly not any longer a part of the show. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff happening concerning the whole mythology of the Cabal, which is the uh, phantom organization that opposes the sanctuary. So you have the Cabal and the sanctuary. And that whole dichotomy is being explored in this new season. And I think that it's taken the jump from a monster of the week type of show to one that actually has some dramatic um, plot elements that could possibly uh, make it a more interesting fiction. Cool. Thoughts? Well, I haven't, I haven't seen it yet this season, so uh, maybe, maybe I'll try it. It's probably not as good as my recommendation Whoa. of Castle, but... Brianna, what is going on? What? You all sound like fine to me. You are coming in with static and echo on my system here. Mine too. Really? Yes. Yes. I think we have a tachyon stream or something. Please do something. I can't hear it, so I'm oh, not exactly there you sure go. what to do. I fixed it. Oh. Oh. I'm hearing it coming from Java now. Java. I'm sorry, what? Are we better now? Uh, we are better. We're always better. Okay. We're good. <laughs> okay. Whoever turned off the ColecoVision, thank you very much. Hmm. Uh, so anyway, Sanctuary. 
Yes, uh, Sanctuary. Interesting show. Um, and an interesting universe that it uh, discusses. I think that it's it's amalgamation of all kinds of different mythologies is is really interesting. The, the the sticking point that I find in it is that it ultimately comes down to a dichotomy between the forces of good and the forces of evil, which is while while interesting and and a plot element that I think that a lot of writers tend to gravitate towards. In, in the in the world that we're talking about right now, as far as science fiction, it's fairly simple, and it really doesn't question very much. There, there's good and there's bad, and um, I don't really know that it's it's going to keep me interested for very much longer. That's a shame. Yeah. It started off with a lot of promise. Yeah, it really did, um, and I think that most of that had to do with the uh, with the creatures and the monsters that they were battling. But the authors seem to be taking it in a vein, which is more concerned with the organizations rather than the than the universe that it that it has at its fingertips. Uh, and I don't find the the uh, the two organizations to be nearly as interesting as the concept of a whole set of communities of abnormals out there in the world around us that we're not even uh, aware of. Yes. Hmm. So I just want to shout out to everyone who's chatting with me on Talk Shoe right now. Hi, guys. Oh. <laughs> That's all. Hi to all of you Talk Shoe people. <laughs> it's really cool. We Any interesting to... comments so far? Actually, oh. hold on. A few. A few. They, you know... Uh, sound went out. Whoever Champa is at 7:44, we have the correct answer. We have a winner. We have a winner. We have a winner. Exciting. Champa, nice job. And extra 100 geek points. And 100 extra geek points because he also got the second half right. The answer to the trivia question was. Five billion years in the future, a mysterious alien who calls Doctor Who, old friend, looks like a face in a jar. What is it called? And for extra geek points, who is it rumored to be? The answer is the face of Bo. And it is rumored to be Captain Jack Harkness of Torchwood. Oh, he won't be getting much one in the jar, will he? So congratulations if you've put your email in when you registered, which I think you have to. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a peek right now. Uh, we're going to send you an email, and if you could just send us your address, we will send you, you've won, the Harley Quinn print from Sarah Richard. Oh. Weird Science number one, the reprint from ComFan Comics in Malden, Massachusetts. And Nemo from the year 2025 by our good friend Peter Vinton Jr. So congratulations. Woohoo! Right, we have a winner. freaking winner. It's our first winner. Nice. I think like celebration is in order. We need like some champagne. I don't, yeah, oh. I agree. Well, this calls for another drink. Oh, and Dome. Hey, guess what? Someone else on Talk Show is your friend from the gym. <laughs> oh, you're kidding me. I'm not. No. <laughs> So yeah, shout well, out. Um, 
for those of you out there who are familiar, uh, I've, I've spent uh, some time doing a lot of rehab in uh, the gym since a car accident that I had a few months back. And the people in the gym have been very interested in wondering what it is I do in my spare time. And evidently now they're finding out. There we go. That's hilarious. Hello. Yes. Anna. I'm not even going to guess whom it might be. Wow. It's okay, folks. We were able to rebuild him. We have the technology. And it only cost Steve Austin six mil. <laughs> How many times have we used that joke today, Brian? <laughs> oh, enough, enough. Yeah, way too many. <laughs> hey, listen. Or so. Can we uh, talk about a couple of books that are coming out? Mm, we could. I do want to get on to some other big comic book news, but what's going on? Okay, give me give, give me a second because there's a book that I really really want to just give a quick shout to. It's called A View from the Bridge: Memories of Star Trek and a Life in Hollywood by Nicholas Meyer. Nicholas Meyer, for those of you who don't know it, was the writer for Wrath of Khan, which is probably oh wow the best Star Trek movie ever made. Now, did he specifically put in the script uh, that whole thing about Ricardo Montalban's chest hair? Um, he's, there's a lot of stuff in it. <laughs> I've got to tell you a couple of things. Um, Meyer, you know, he was known prior to Wrath of Khan as a great writer. He wrote The 7% Solution, which is a Sherlock Holmes really? book. Really? Uh, uh, oh, he wrote awesome. Time After Time, which was uh, actually so far removed from all of his other stuff. It was amazing. Uh, and then he was commissioned to do Star Trek, uh, after Star Trek, the motion picture, to do the second one and uh, hopefully re-energize the franchise. And wow, did he come through with it. Um, you know, The Wrath of Khan is an iconic movie in the Star Trek world. And Nick Meyer took this job as not a fan of Trek, and not a fan of science fiction. And uh, the book, which uh, I have just finished, just is like, just incredible anecdotes from mm. how we began the project, how the project went, his interactions with Montalban, which were daily, evidently. Mm-hmm. Uh it's been it, it's just an absolute joy to read. And for those of you who uh, understand me, I'm a big fan of the written word. Uh, yeah. And this is a really, really good book. Check it out at your favorite library. Uh, go. go to Barnes and Noble, go anywhere, pick it up. It is I called a, a View from the Bridge, Memories of Star Trek and a Life in Hollywood by Nicholas Meyer. It's published by Viking Press. I think we lost Java. Yeah, it looks like we did. He's actually very quiet all of a sudden. Java, if you're there, please call back in. Well, he, oh. he's got to sign back on, and then, then I can bring him back in. He can't just call me. And, uh, yes, we should be hearing a click, click, click fairly soon, hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, I, I don't well, see him as online just now, so well, hopefully he'll While we're back. waiting, I have a question about Wrath of Khan. Go for it. Uh, um, 
Star Trek 2 and 3, I mean, the Genesis device and the Genesis planet is such a huge part of this. And right. yet we never hear about it again. We never hear about it in Next Generation. We don't hear about it in any of the other Star Treks. Actually, it's that's like- not true. Next Gen had, uh, um, I think, one or two episodes in which they did reference it, but only peripherally. They did really? reference it. Okay, because I always wondered. It's like you know, you, we have such a great treasure trove of stories to draw from. It's it, it would completely rewrite the whole Trek universe, especially if you had the Borg get a hold of the Genesis. It just seemed oh, like a natural. Yeah. I was always saying to myself, when are the Borg going to act, just assimilate the Genesis planet and that technology? And they never did. It's like what a great story. Why didn't you ever do it, guys? Yeah, good point. Very good obvious. point. Uh, I think part of the reason may have been uh, not enough Nick Meyer in the in the mix there. Oh, that's true. So, uh, what comic book news did you have there, X? Uh, well, the the big comic book news this week uh, was that Nickelodeon has bought the rights to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. Hey, they, what? They. Peter Laird has sold the rights to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for, I believe, 50 or $60 million. Uh, Nick plans to have a new cartoon series and uh, maybe even a new movie out by 2012. Wow. Now, they're talking about a CGI movie, aren't they? Well, they did a CGI movie about a year or two ago. And yeah, actually, ago. it did well. Uh, it, but uh, this is going to be a complete revamp once again. Um... And I'm just amazed. Once again, I, I, I think it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. If you've ever had the pleasure of meeting Peter Laird, he is a wonderful guy. Um, all the I guys. Have met are just... him. You know, I have a friend who's a librarian in uh, Springfield, Massachusetts, who actually like was childhood friends with him. So one time we went to a convention with her, and he was there, and she was just like, "Oh, my buddy, Peter." <laughs> well, wait a second. Hadn't we met him another time earlier? Was he at Granite Con one time? No, didn't. Well, he's been at Portsmouth had a few the times. original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle shirt. Oh, I might have been really little. <laughs> I don't know. I, I might not remember that one. I don't know. It was either you or your sister. I don't remember which. Actually, I think it was my sister. Drew, uh, if you're out there, shout out. Actually, she's not. She's uh, coming back from a concert tonight. Oh, I see. Well, fine. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, there's a lot of egos out there. And I remember when the Turtles made it big, a lot of people in comics, you could almost feel it in the air where people, the indie people were like, that should have been me. Yeah. And uh, you know what? If you meet Peter Laird and Kevin Eastman, I mean, they don't talk to each other now, but uh, they are very nice people. Peter Laird founded the Zurich Foundation. If you're an artist listening in, by all means, hit up the Zurich Foundation. They give grants to help you self-publish your own comic book. Uh, Zurich, X-E-R-I-C. Uh, go search them online. You will find a treasure trove of information on how to get some free money from them. You know what would be awesome is if we could get them on the show. Yes, that would be awesome. Yeah, I don't think we can do it at the same time, though. <laughs> no, no, we won't. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Those days are gone, I'm afraid. But, uh, you know, those fans of the Turtles, uh, you know, Nick's bringing them back. 
So a few more years and they'll be back in the shelves. And if you didn't like them to begin with, well, you've got time to prepare. But uh, that was pretty big news. I mean, we've had some pretty big comic book news in this past year. The whole thing with, uh, yeah, you know, Disney buying Marvel. I mean, I'm still reeling from that one. It's kind of that weird. still bothers me. Yeah. Well, just think. You go down to Disneyland, you get to see Mickey Mouse and Winnie the Pooh and the Punisher. I mean, I'd, <laughs> I'd take my kids to see that. Well, it's you? kind of like going to Six Flags where you get to see Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck and Batman. And uh, the Joker. Do not go on their Nightwing ride, by the way. No. Hmm? I'm I'm just saying, like, if you've ever been to Six Flags, I think it's the Nightwing ride. It it's just sickening. The Nightwing ride. Yeah, I I think that's what it is. You're you... you're like laying on your stomach and it spins you, and it's possibly one of the most uncomfortable experiences I've ever had in my entire life. So is that supposed to mimic what it's like to be Dick Grayson? <laughs> you know, know. growing up like under flying. Batman's tutelage? I don't know. It's like trying to mimic superhero flight, but it's it's really uncomfortable. I would not recommend it. So Anyway. What, what were the people at Six Flags thinking? It's like, let's do something where we spin them around, make them throw up, and they'll pay us for it. But they're laying on their stomach at the time. And, uh, ew. Yeah, it's yeah. really uncomfortable. <laughs> Sounds like a barrel of elephants. Uh, science yeah. fiction, science crap. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Well, hey, um, one, th time, one of the things that came out on DVD uh, within the past couple of weeks, yes, is uh, the new Star Trek movie. Oh, yes. With Chris Pine, Zach Quinto, and directed by J.J. Abrams. It was amazing, I thought, uh, at Comic-Con today, how much yeah. talk there was about that. Oh, yeah. I mean, there are a lot of people who are still very conflicted about this uh, this movie. Really? Yeah, there are, there is still an awful lot of people who go, well, the next one just better be better. Oh, please. Was this an odd or an even? Oh. You know what? It doesn't part matter. Five again. Did it break the cycle? I think it did. Excellent. As far as I'm concerned, it was an awesome movie. Well, hopefully, <laughs> even though it was an awesome movie, um, the next one is even better and makes it look like the odd-numbered movie that it is. Because <sighs> it's so much better. That was a backhanded compliment at the Star uh, Wars movie. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sure as hell was, wasn't it? Uh, hey, did you check and make sure that we have uh, Chomp's email address? We do, and I already sent them out an email, so they reply back Rah. with their uh, address here. You can send out your prizes. All righty. So, it's really exciting. Congratulations again. And um, we'll have new and different prizes, maybe prize packs. We have that many sponsorships right now, people. And next weekend is Halloween. And I know we have a prize package for Halloween, which includes a Christopher Gibbs ink uh, piece oh, yes. of Scarecrow. And yes. I know I picked up a horror book from Split Lip, Split Lip Horror Book. Um, that looked really, really awesome. In fact, my companion 
who was with me at the convention, who had a wonderful time, went back and bought one, which is how cool they looked. And I think we have a couple other Halloween-themed things. We may have a Sky Pirates Halloween-themed something. And we definitely have a uh, Christmas package coming up very shortly. Okay, well, that's not even until after Thanksgiving, so just hold off on the Christmas. Hey, 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 you know the Christmas decorations are already up here at uh, Happy Hollow. Well, that's just how we do things uh, in Massachusetts. I'm sorry. Yes, and uh, by the way, uh, we will not see Illustrator X next week. Oh. No, I'm afraid I'll be called away on special assignment. Uh, we will, however, be getting a phone report in from him uh, oh. at some point during the broadcast. Oh, oh, heaven uh, help you all. Sorry, that was the deal, as I recall. Wait, where are you uh, going? Huh? Uh, downstairs, actually. Uh, t- <laughs> next week is my annual Halloween party, and oh, no force right. on earth is keeping me from that. Now, we also, I believe, no, I'm not, this is unconfirmed, we may have ghost hunters next week. Really? You waited until I was going to be dead drunk downstairs before you brought the ghost hunters? (laughs) The ghost hunters. Remember at Granite Con, there was talk of ghost hunting on Halloween and the possibility of a call-in. So I'm going to get on that and hopefully persuade Travis to give us a call next week. Oh, the Granite State skeptics may be joining us. On his ghost hunting expedition. That would be cool. great fun. It would. It would. So tune in next week. We'll be here in between giving out candy to children. Yes, uh, we'll be doing a cast, and we will have a Halloween special pack of prizes, mm. which we, we will be on display tomorrow at Comic-Con in Boston. Yes. And um, if you haven't yeah. made it there to see us and you can get there to see us, please do so you can enter to win the package yeah. for the New England Fan Experience and the uh, Leonard Nimoy autograph. Yeah, we absolutely. We have almost 100 Indeed. people entered. We had yeah. such a phenomenal turnout today. It was excellent. To all and of you who are there today and are listening tonight, hey, thanks a lot. And for those of you who are going to be there tomorrow, drop on by. We'd love to sit and chat with you. Uh, yeah. it's, uh, it was a really cool day. It was a really, really wonderful con yesterday, uh, today, and... Uh, once again, I want to th- thank uh, Bob Shaw and Bob and uh, Kim. And, um, 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 damn. Okay, I would like to give a shout out to Dave and Lauren, who we spent most of the day with, and to just say, if we saw you today and we talked to you and we haven't mentioned you here right now, it's not because we don't love you. It's only because we talked to a heck of a lot of people today. And Boy, we did will, we. Did we. We will get around to mentioning you. We, I have a pile of cards and swag <laughs> and prizes and prints and everything to go through. And, and thank I you all so much. All. Thank yes, you so please. much for all of your support. We really appreciate it. So from uh, high atop, Area 51, thanks for listening to Sci-Fi Saturday Night. This and, is and Go, go ahead, Brian. I was going to say, and uh, don't forget to check out my uh, webtoon, uh, Skullduggery, at uh, witchesversusvampires.com. That's witchesvsvampires.com. And, Brianna, anything from you? See you next week.
or tomorrow, and, whichever comes and first. That's the way it goes. <laughs> Have a good one, folks. Good night.